And we are back with another Black Window Cream podcast, new episode every single Wednesday and Sunday. I am your host, Ben Haggerty, a.k.a. Ben Rivers World. The episode that you're currently listening to right now is actually last week's episode. If you want to listen to this week's episode, it'll be available to our Patreon supporters. Not only can you get one week early access to each interview that we release, but you can also unlock a bunch of other dope-ass exclusive perks like discounted merch, giveaways, events, and so much more. But the most important part of it all is that you will be helping us build the best motherfucking educational platform and community for content creators that has ever existed. So open up your web browser and go to jointhehomies.com or patreon.com slash cream if you're trying to be a homie and support us. Um, I appreciate you and love you forever. Today's guest is Israel Shoots, the personal photographer and videographer for the one and only Anderson Pack. To be honest, before this interview, I didn't really know very much about Israel. Uh, I had seen his work was crushed on Instagram, so it was dope to have him on and learn about his story, which by the way, his story is fucking nuts. This dude has taken so many risks to get to where he is today. It was insane to hear about. Um, prepare for a wild conversation, my people. Israel Shoots. If this is your first time tuning into the podcast, you're probably wondering, what does Black With No Cream stand for? Black With No Cream is a private content creator group fueled by caffeine, or at least I take my coffee, Black With No Cream, but you can drink or not drink whatever caffeine you fuck with and still be a part of our community. We are a free private group on Facebook open to creators of all kinds, aka if you make videos, if you're a photographer, if you do marketing management, editing, dancing, etc, etc, etc. All creators are welcomed. Our private group has been growing rapidly. We have a shit ton of members working together. They're sharing content. They're asking for feedback they're passing tips and tricks along to one another with the goal of pushing each other to become the best motherfucking content creators on earth and you can join our group if you want to by going to bwnc.com join we would love to fucking have you please join all right that's it leave us a review on youtube or itunes so people know we're lit the merch is coming i announced that in the last episode Sometime in February, we're dropping a fucking fleet of fire ass merch. If you want to be the first to know about that and get automatic discounts, plus get early access to this podcast, go contribute to the BWNC movement at jointhehomies.com. Showing us your support on Patreon means a world to me. Thank you to everyone that's pledged so far and anyone that's considering pledging. For real, thank you. Enjoy the work week. Keep creating. Make sure to tune in every Wednesday and Sunday for a new Black Window Cream episode. And without further ado, I bring to you my interview with Israel in the most epic podcast intro ever created right motherfucking now. Attention. If you stop this podcast recording at any time, you will die. I don't want to die. Do you want to live? Yeah. You have 24 hours to share this podcast with five people or you will die. I'm kidding. You won't die. You're just weak shit for not sharing. And the winner of the best motherfucking podcast goes to... Goes to... Black with no cream. What do you think? It's so fucking dumb and so fucking Ben Haggerty. I knew you would say that. And we are back with another fucking podcast. Israel Shoots is the name that plays the game on Instagram. (laughs) What's up, player? What's up, man? How you doing? I'm good, man. How you doing? Tell me about your day. You literally just told me I'm going to wait to tell you about my day on this shit because my day was fucked. Yeah, my day was fucked. Um, (laughs) I just got back from from Australia and jet lag hit me like crazy. Oof. I've been waking up like at five in the morning. Yeah. Which is pretty cool because like, I'm like, yo, I'm down. I could do so much shit now. Right. So this morning I woke up at 4.30 in the morning. I tried to go back to sleep and I was like, you know what? I can't. So I did all my laundry from tour. <laughs> I fucking folded that shit, color coordinated, yeah. cleaned my room, made breakfast. Damn. And it was, by that time it was 9.30. It fucking organized. Yeah. And I was like sick. Well, my car also didn't start. Right. So I was like, cool. I'm going to take my car to the mechanic around 9.30. But then around 9.30, I just was like, oh, man, let me just take like an hour nap. (laughs) 
So I, cl- I closed my eyes. <laughs> Next thing you know is I wake four. up to my mom like blowing me up and it was fucking 5.30. Damn. <laughs> Cash the fuck out. Yo, jet lag's a, a very serious thing, bro. It's never really hit me though. This really? is like the first time and I, I just woke up and I was like, fuck man, my whole day is fucked. So I, I had to Uber over here because my car didn't work. Dude, I'm so glad you texted me too because I don't know why, I don't know if this happens to you, but like my calendar is switching whenever I change time zones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I don't yeah. know if I put our date in there when I was in like Colorado or some shit, but it had me had this at eight o'clock and then it was like I was just pulling up your feed to text you like hey where do you need a, do you need a parking spot or whatever and yeah. then you like text me like on my way and I'm like shit yeah. this is at seven I'm like scrolling back in our chat like fuck running around setting this shit up and damn my tour manager was like organizing stuff and I get notifications of him changing times on Google yeah and like I don't know where my time zone is because it was like oh rehearsals at 12 in the morning and I'm just like yeah, what? no I'm not fucking going to that shit I'm pretty sure that's not Jesus true Jesus Christ yeah. anyway um you shoot for Anderson Pack. Yeah. Um, you've been shooting with him for how long? Uh, it's been about, I think, two years now. Damn. Yeah. That's a good chunk of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel like his buzz really caught a wave maybe two yeah, years about, ago. Yeah, it was just, just then. I was transitioning. Uh, his old videographer, Micah, mm-hmm. was helping me transition in, and that's when it was like starting to really take a buzz. That's crazy. Yeah. We can talk about all that shit at some point, but yeah, I don't yeah, want to yeah. get into it right now. Clickbait. You feel me. Yeah. Um do you let's go back to when, when i flew home from uh india oh yeah it did the same shit to me where yeah, you were you were fucked up. bro it like yeah. literally sent but we flew it was like a 30 some hour trip and then when we got to la it was supposed to be 9 a.m so i'm like all right z equals 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 sleeping all the way get here nine i'm feeling like fuck yeah i just beat the shit and then um got like lunch and it was like 11 o'clock I'm, like, I'm gonna take a nap i woke up at 11 30 or something p.m yeah. just kept sleeping until the next day like yeah. literally slept 24 hours it was fucking nuts like yeah but that shit threw me off i got sick after that just because like you change time zones you also change like your eating habits you're changing like your sleep patterns weather, all that shit. everything weather all that shit fucks up so you've literally i mean he's been playing all over the place so you've you've yeah. been around yeah last year well, in 2018, we went to, I think it went to a total of 20, 23 or 24 countries. Fuck. Yeah. That's a good... It was, it was, it was insane. Damn. Yeah. All right. So, you know, shooting for him, have you shot for, with anyone else? Like, um, I guess if you want to call him fucking famous or whatever. Um, no, nah, I mean, like, not, not, not like working for them, but I've just, you know, just shot other other artists yeah yeah what's been your thing like when when you got started was your was your passion always like photo music driven uh always music driven but uh more towards videos yeah so that's how i got into the game was just doing video but honestly right now it's it's some it's literally half and half my heart is half video half yeah yeah but on instagram like not many people know that i do video right but that's because i kind of have been i'm working on other stuff that it'll come into fruition later on mm, yeah secrets yeah sight <laughs> what, what i mean for the video shit when you're with him are, are they interested in providing a lot of video content or is he mainly just like photo driven on his instagram for uh, anderson well like i said we're, we're working on something yeah but i mean it's two in two years time like how, the ratio for him is video to photos because i feel like anytime i ever see him post a video it's like a raw yeah yeah super raw moment that's also like a part of my job is yeah. that my job is to make those raw moments mm. it's like uh it's just funny every he's like every day is another day to go viral <laughs> <laughs> he like knows the internet so yeah well. yeah so we're like all right he, he's like man put down that fancy ass camera just record it on your phone make it look raw wow i'm like all right cool like fuck it that's it's true though it is I mean, true it is true though yeah i don't know who's 
I was listening to a podcast the, the other day and they were talking about, um, no, I was listening to this. I'm a, I'm a big fan of, uh, <laughs> of Logan Paul. Oh, nice. I yeah. just, sometimes that's like my dirty pleasure where I yeah, just yeah, yeah. binge the fuck out of his channel, but he has a podcast and I like watching, I like studying him as a creator on YouTube because he's just dominated the shit and just yeah. fucked up so hard and it's so interesting to me. Yeah. But he did start a podcast and he was interviewing a paparazzi guy and the paparazzi guy was someone that like maybe had paparazzi him before and they must have just been like yo come on our show or some shit so anyway they were talking to this dude and he started talking about the art of the video and like what people are purchasing and what they're using and how no one really gives a fuck what it is they just want to see those moments to where vertical videos don't matter and if you look at like someone like an ellen almost all the time all she's promoting is those like viral moments those little viral moments that mom caught of the cat jumping up and like hitting the baby over or some shit yeah and like i think that's crossing over into every other platform where if it almost looks too glossy sometimes Mm -hmm. people won't give a fuck because it looks too produced yeah and like raw is you know vhs everyone's using these fucking dad cameras and all this shit like it's becoming like a thing again so maybe the art of like making these like stylistic raw moments is more appealing to people currently versus like shooting 4k yeah i think for the time being that's definitely the case for sure it's interesting yeah like so what I'm working on right now is like I'm working on a documentary for Anderson. Yeah. That I've been working on for like over a year now. Yeah. That's so that's like my that's my big project cool. right there. That's gonna be dope. And, um, some some of it I'm shooting on like 1080p mm-hmm. slow motion and some I'm shooting at 4K. And I was talking to my friend. And I was like, man, I'm worried about like the quality and the loss of quality. And and then I was talking to him about it. I'm like, well, we should have gotten red. And then at the end of the day, you know, all that really matters is the content that you're providing. Like, no one else has that that voyeuristic, like, view yeah. into, like, those moments right. that I have. So no, it's super that's true. what really matters at the end. I agree. I think I always have that debate often with, like, gear and, like, yeah. is it important to have this? And, like, doing Beyonce and Jay-Z's tours, like, I was considering getting a red i'm like fuck do i should i just buy a red and send it and just use that shit and yeah. then i can get rid of it after tour or whatever and um it came down to me hating heavy shit yeah like i for real. especially after coachella because i was shooting on like the lexa mini the whole time it was so heavy my back was all fucked but that i'm thinking i don't like doc like when it comes to docu-style shooting like light is great you know what I mean? Being able to get up and shoot is fucking fantastic. Yeah. Every experience I've ever had, whether it's like documentary formats or whatever, like BTS, it's like being able to just fucking swing your camera up and shoot and the red operator is sitting over here fucking switching out a battery and it's powering up and the fans got to turn on and do all this shit. It's yeah. like, you just missed the fucking cry from whoever or you just missed this moment or the hug or, yeah. you know, you never know when someone's going to, like how, how often are you in backstage moments when Kendrick walks in or whoever walks in? Always, your, man. And you're like, oh, shit and, and, your camera and Anderson will just whip his head and look at me like did you get that yeah and there's been times where I have it man it's like I fucking see his fangs come out and he's like motherfucker yeah he's like god damn it <laughs> shit that's so, crazy like, I, I'm on my game when it comes to that yeah like Fuck. I have to be on your game so I agree with you completely with that so when you you know earlier on let's I like taking it back and then yeah, working yeah, away yeah. for it but like starting at the jump when you were younger were you doing anything creative like with the cameras and shit at an early age or yeah 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 you def- were definitely yeah. <clears throat> what kind like, of things were you doing well my like um, my dad I, he would always like it's like funny my dad would always put a camera on a tripod like during like Thanksgiving dinners and shit right and he would just <laughs> press record let it run and let, <laughs> let it run <laughs> and after a while like I would look back and watch it 
first I was fascinated at the fact that I thought it was like time traveling. Right. Like when I was like a little kid. Yeah. And as I grew older, I was like, <clears throat> what's the, what's the point of this dad? Like you're literally, <laughs> yeah. Why like, you have we're this? just eating. Yeah. Like, it just looks disgusting. He's like just trying to cop some moments, <laughs> like some fire moments. Between. And he doesn't use it for anything, which I kind of like, I think it's fucking hilarious. Yeah, it is funny. So I became obsessed with like cameras and just playing with his cameras. So I, when I was like 11 or 12, I asked for a camera and they bought me one of those little handheld ones. And on the inside, it had like the sound effects and shit. Oh, right, right, right. Damn, I forgot about so, that shit. So, yeah. So, me and my best friend, <laughs> Daniel, who also shoots, we um, would literally, after school, would just link up and we would just put on like wigs. And I'd film him being like a reporter on the streets and like, right. running up to, to like people. And then like my little cousins, any time my little cousins would come over, I would make them, I would make sets in my living room and have them like reenact movies and shit. Mm-hmm. And uh, I learned how to edit in camera. Like I would shoot one scene. Yeah. Like, All right, next scene is this. So I learned really early on. You had to. There was like no real yeah, way to do post production. I, I didn't know what the post <clears throat> yeah. was. You know, like I was just, I was just looking back on it, and it was fun. And that's so that's how I first Damn. got interested. In. What was like some of your inspiration besides like your dad supplying you with the camera? Was there anything else that you or were you music just, videos? Music videos yeah. you're watching. Yeah. How old are you? I'm right now. I'm 29. 29. Yeah. And you're from San Francisco. Okay, where? So yeah. you're a Cali kid. Yeah. 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 Damn. Yeah, I feel like music videos to me too were like very similar. Like yeah. you just watch these artists or whatever. I always like wanted to be the artist or when we start shooting, you just like are reenacting like how they're dancing. Yeah, shit. exactly. Just stupid yeah. as fuck. But yeah. so when you got, I mean, that's such an early age to ask for a camera, which is cool. Yeah. Like, I feel yeah. like my dad had one and I would try to fuck with it, but it was never like, it was just kind of like playing with it, you know, like yeah. everyone had it. You wanted to pick it up at the family holiday and just like shoot too or whatever. And yeah, no, I was obsessed. Yeah. That's all I cared about. So then what, you know, did you start transitioning, like making serious projects with your friends or like putting together pieces, like as you got into junior high and high school, like to me, Jackass was an inspiration. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, so totally for as sure. a skateboarder, snowboarder. Yeah, we used to do that kind of shit with my cousins, like right. jumping off stuff and like, oh, of course, Jackass. Yeah. yeah You're easy. like trying to make shit and just show it off. Like, yeah. When did it turn into an actual passion for you though? Like I a, think, something that you would... I think I kind of like took like a, a small break when I was in high school mm-hmm. and then, um, when I was a, when I was becoming a, I went to an art school, and there was a media department. I was in the theater department, right? But I kind of was like, I don't want to act. I want to like direct, and I want to be behind the camera, right? So I tried to get into the media department, and um, the media director was like, you know what? Unfortunately, like you, you kind of you can't just jump in a new, new art your senior year, so we're gonna have to like kind of decline you. Damn. But he would let me like go into his classes and like just check it out. And then he gave me like a bunch of films that he was like, you know what? I think these are up your alley. You should really check them out. And I remember I checked one of them out. It was called raising Victor Vargas. And it's like this really like, like super indie film that was filmed in the lower East side of New York mm. where all of the actors, they just picked up from the street. Damn. And there was really no like epic plot. It's just literally like a coming of age story. Right. And I just fell in love and I was like, holy shit. Like I want to make films just like this. Right. So then uh, when it came to going into university, that's when I, I, um, I studied cinematography, cinema at San Francisco State. Oh, word. Yeah. Damn. And then that's when I started taking it seriously. That's crazy that, I love that there was like a positive to the negative, you know oh, what I mean? Like, for sure. at first I was gonna be like, man, fuck that shit. But then he's like, yeah. no, nah, come back in. You and it's st- funny because like most of the kids <laughs> that are, who graduated from that department aren't, aren't really doing anything Damn. that has to do with cinema or anything. That's crazy. Yeah. So what was like, some of your challenges that you put yourself through in high school, even if you, you know, even with theater, like, were you still, 
obviously kind of in theater, right? Cause you already yeah. picked it and you were yeah, yeah, yeah. like pretty deep. Uh-huh. So were you trying to learn anything from that side of it that you could kind of implement into your cinema life? For when, sure. Directing. Yeah. You were directing, on that? learning how to learning, learning how like an actor's mind works definitely helps directing. Like, even though I'm not really doing anything like narratively right mm-hmm. now with my, with my video, it's all in the back of my head. So I know how to work with actors like pretty well. What? I guess I my for like my high school we I know we had a theater class. I was never a part of it. I don't I don't think I was ever like felt like invited to it or even thought it was a possibility. My friends were, I would go to that shit and it was yeah. fun, but like even our film classes were so shitty. Like we didn't really yeah. have anything. I think our journalism classes started like that turned into a thing after I left, but I didn't really have any access to that shit. So like what kind of workshops were they offering for you to learn how to direct or were you just paying attention to like the director for the actual plays, like your teacher or whatever? Like, Oh no, they, the, I was mainly paying, paying attention to him, Yeah, but it was very hands-on class. Do like, they have classes for directing? Yeah. That's so fucking you, you, dope. Had to, you had to be accepted into your art. Right. And then it was from that point on, you were stuck with those kids for four years. That's crazy. So like, it wasn't just like an elective. It, that was, you would do your studies from nine to 12, then you'd have lunch. And then from uh, one to four to five, you would just be learning acting, like improv, um, uh, like certain dancing, like Asian, like the, the Japanese dancing. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. What right. What it's called. <laughs> what the fuck that shit's yeah. called. But you know what it is. Yeah. 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 And then like directing and, and then we like screenwriting and screenplays. Right. And so yeah, it, it, that all that like played into effect and like, that's me, so tight. Me wanting to get more into movie making I guess was there anybody that was in the theater class like does anyone go from your school to like actually making it in in, like acting and shit yeah fuck I can't think of any names there was anything like big breakout you know what I mean like I don't feel like I mean um yeah one kid made it onto Broadway oh shit which is was really really huge yeah Yeah. and then my my other homie um uh does like a lot of stuff in Asia yeah and he's he's doing a lot of big plays and commercials and stuff that's fucking crazy man because I don't. I just never knew that that was like a reality. That if you like took that serious in high school, that could become something. Yeah. You know what I mean, like, yeah, we were just always fucking around. It was the only thing that mattered. I was I was gonna skateboard every day until I was dead. Yeah. <laughs> I was ride my snowboard and shoot our homies like making videos and jumping off snow mountains and yeah. in the trees and shit. That was it. But and now you're playing fucking big arenas in India. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't. I don't know how the fuck it happened, bro. But it's so, yeah. it's so surreal. So then, what you know, getting into college you started attacking cinema yeah, and that you knew right away, like since high school, fuck it. I'm going to do this shit. At that point, it, that's it. That's it. I had, I had no plan B. Like that's it. Right. Once I got to college, that's it. Did and you? I, I studied abroad in, uh, in Sydney, Australia. Nice. And I stayed there for two years. Oh shit. And uh, I just took a bunch of classes, um, learned like a little bit of lighting and stuff like that. Um, I'm not going to lie though. I was in Australia. So my head was like, uh, you know, I was just, <laughs> like just taking advantage of that yeah but um then i went back my senior year and i remember i made a project and um it was like my my final project and uh i passed all my classes with a's when it came to like cinema and like my classmates were always like coming up to me saying my shit was really cool and my teachers were giving me compliments and stuff like that so i knew i was on the right track i knew Mm. i was doing something right just based off like feedback and my what, grades. What were you making? Like, what were some of the class projects? Do you remember anything? Yeah, one was just like uh, about this, these two brothers, and one of them they were like used to be close. So cheesy now. 
I fucking love talking. We <laughs> we just watched some of my shit I made in high school. Oh, that yeah. shit is yeah, it was like two brothers and one became like a crack addict and the other one became the crack dealer and like <laughs> Sounds fucking intense. That's fucking really crazy though because the one we watched was my homie was a crackhead and he was doing crack in school yeah. and I was like trying to help him get out of it. What's wrong with us? Dog, man? I don't know. I don't know. I got a D though. So that's pretty fucked up. I got an A. That's fucking crazy. Oh, fuck. Which is crazy too because I heard like one of the teachers that I had in the video like I walk like we walk in or whatever and I'm, I'm documenting but I'm also I'm like his homie yeah. <laughs> so it doesn't make any sense <laughs> and he's like walking around all fucked up and then he goes into the classroom and there's like a real class happening but the teacher was like my homie so yeah. we walk in and he's like where's the stuff she's like it's in the back and he like goes back there and grabs like a fucking couple dollars to like roll up and then go back to the library and just like do some lines wow. and she now is fired apparently because not having to do none of this shit I wish oh, okay. some, I bet it would have happened from this but fast forward to now like some kids vaped in her class and I guess she was like let it happen and then they fired her ass for that shit she was the G she was so tight and our fucking now principal was in my shit too like I'm telling her about how my friend's doing drugs and I don't want to rat him out and all this shit <laughs> dog it is the worst video I've ever made. It is the worst. This one's pretty bad. Fuck. But it was good at the time. But I, I don't guess. believe you because like my friend, like I feel like out coming to this coast, I meet more people that are from here and like yeah. you guys are just closer to it. Oh, definitely. So for like, sure. I feel like your options were better. Like you guys been making shit like, and so at an earlier age, like my friend showing me all his early, I'm like comparing it. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like why? This isn't fair. You shot on fucking like really, really nice cameras and yeah. had act like casting calls and shit. Yeah. I'm like what the, I didn't know what a casting call was. That's crazy. <laughs> I just called my friend Jason. One of my favorite projects. I made two on like super eight millimeter. And those were, those were like, man, that's like, you're working with gold. So you can't fuck up. Right. And uh, those two projects, they're still cheesy, but I actually like still enjoy watching them. One of them was, uh, I, I was playing the main character and I was an immigrant. And the whole time it's just like a piano, like going off. And, um, my friend played the piano and I, it was a voiceover and I was writing a letter to my mom. Mm. And, uh, so the imagery was me just being like a janitor and like cleaning and working at the, the school. But the, um, and it was like, uh, the, sorry, the letter was saying to my mom that everything was great. I got a great job. Basically lying. Yeah, right. I made it. Yeah, and I was like, oh, I have so many friends. And then you see like me eating by myself. Mm -hmm. It's on Super 8, so it looks really yeah, cool. Yeah, it looks tight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was like super dramatic. The other one was like this kid, this like punk rocker, like blonde surfer kid that was going around like bullying everybody. Fuck yeah. And then um, he's like drinking alcohol in class and then he passes out. And all of a sudden like his dream state comes and it's like Rod Stewart playing and it's like he replaces day. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it replaces day and he's like being super nice to everyone. Yeah. And like, but it's fucking What's hilarious. the juxtaposition there? I oh. have no idea. <laughs> I don't know what I was trying to That's say. That's so tight. I love Rod Stewart. Let's go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that'll Shout change your day Stewart. real quick. Man, yeah. that's fucking funny. Have you, do you have those online anywhere? I do. Do you? <laughs> I do. Send a link, dog. Let oh, me put that shit in the fuck. podcast notes. All right, damn it. What is it on your YouTube channel? Facebook? Uh, I gotta find it. It's probably on like oh one of my, my 15 God. YouTube channels that I've had. Yeah, I hear that. It's there though. Damn. Damn, I'll show it to Some you guys. classics. So when did you kind of turn it like from uh, a hobby to like a business? Like, um, did you... Oh, shit. Did I just do that? Shit. Yeah. All right. Um, we're good, right? Yeah, we're good. Yeah, when I... Uh, I think... Oh yeah, now I know. All right, um, I came back from Australia. I graduated, and then um, where I'm from in San Francisco, well, just San Francisco in general, 
there's so much talent. You know, there's graffiti, there's skateboarding, right. there's you know a lot of music. There's there's just a lot like people making clothes. Everyone did there. Just really creative. You know, it's always been that way. Mm. And um, a lot of my friends were making music, and um, I just felt like I was watching Vice. And I was super inspired by Vice at the time. Mm-hmm. And this was back like in 2011, 2012 or whatever. And um, I was like, man, there's nowhere for like my friends to be seen, but they have great shit. So me and two of my, my best friends got together and we were like, fuck it, let's just make a collective. So we made this collective and we called it Hungry Ones. Mm. And we would film a documentary, a short doc on one, like a featured artist. And every month we would put one out. Damn. And it was like really, that was pretty well made, you know? Yeah. And we had like merch and we had like opening nights and like, you know, um, and then we'd make like a little side, side videos. Um, that's when I felt like it could be a business, but we just didn't know how to utilize it and actually make money from it. Right. Like that's all kind of hobby still. Like yeah. You- yeah. Like every month we were just making something. We're like, oh man, like, like we were actually doing something and we had like so many plans. We can, we're like, we can go to every city in the world and yeah. find like one creative person, and like make a documentary about them. I mean, I feel like someone's, I mean, there's yeah. the food fucking guy that travels yeah. around like, yeah. yeah, you're pretty on point. So that, that was then. And, um, I started making a lot of music videos for, for those people. Mm. And, um, but then like, it just, you know, kind of fizzled down. It was a lot of work. Yeah. And we all had like to juggle like two jobs. What kind of um, work were you doing? Like for your side hustle shit? Uh, working at coffee shops, working yeah. like catering food and stuff like that. I worked at a deli. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. That was the funnest job. Was it? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Why? It was just my homie's deli, bro. Like, oh, really? Yeah, it's sick. That is dope. <laughs> Damn. But, um, so yeah, I started like making music videos. I made some music videos for Duckworth. Mm. Um, my homie A1 goes by Adam Vita now. And that one got like fucking tons of views. Um, and, um, what kind of productions were they? Like, was it still just you shooting by yourself? Was it like, like a couple homies? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Like super low budget, you know, like $5 in the gas tank type shit. You directing it or you directing it and, um, shooting it, editing it, Hmm. everything pretty much super low budget. And then, um, I made a document, a short documentary from my friend, um, who goes by Mr. Carmack. He's like a really, really well-known, uh, producer. Oh, word. And like the EDM trap world yeah but he's he's really big and um i was making one going with him to like edc hard and like mm. all these big festivals and then he introduced me to these guys named snake hips so i started working for them and then um i was at uh one of the festivals called hard summer yeah and i was with carmack and he was like yo i'm i'm bringing over this guy named anderson pack this was like five years ago six years ago oh shit and I was like, wait, what? Anderson Pack? I'm a fucking fan. And he was like, oh shit, really? And I was like, yeah. He's like, all right, well, he's going to be on stage, so you better fucking film that. Right. So I filmed that, and uh, afterwards. He was going to be on stage doing what? Like, just, you were still working for an EDM artist? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so he was, was like, him he was, was going to be like, oh, yo, like, take a break from his set and then bring out Anderson. Yeah, right. Who had this, at the time had like this song called Drugs that was pretty big. Mm-hmm. And um, so Anderson came out, I shot it. Then we go back to his, the trailer with Carmack. And Anderson's there. And uh, this is the trippy part. So go back like two weeks prior. And I had just been introduced to Anderson Pack's like voice through a Toki Monster song. 
that he had and he was like featured on it that's like how you heard him yeah and i heard him right. and i was i was on the bus dude and at home and i heard this and i just started going on my notes on my iphone and i just wrote like this like really choppy video treatment because the ideas were just like flooding so i wrote it and i had saved it on my phone i never really thought anything of it like fast forward and i'm in this trailer with him <laughs> i love I, that shit <laughs> yeah yeah so i love crazy. that shit and i was just like yo um i'm actually a fan and, and at the time he was kind of like new and he's like what yeah so i showed him this treatment and he read it and he just looked up at me like what the fuck you wrote this <laughs> for me and i was like yeah man like yeah yeah and he's like fuck we just shot a video for it but uh here's my email like here's like my tracks like listen to them and like see if you can come up with anything else was this unreleased shit? Or no, just it was released. It, it was event. I was on Venice, Word. which is his first um, album. And then, um, yeah. So then I, I sent him a bunch of treatments, but nothing ever ever really worked out. Right. And uh, it's kind of funny because he was like, "Yo, you know what, man? Like, I'm sorry. Like, they're just I just can't afford you. Like, I can't pay you to make these like ideas come to life. Right. But uh, just keep checking back up on me, man. He's like, I'm working on something." right now so i was like all right cool that's and this cool. is this is where were you at at this time this was like years ago man in la no no i was i was still had not moved to la right but uh, you were you were like at edc or one of those types yeah, of festivals yeah, yeah. where he was at this where this all happened yeah so then i started that's working crazy. for like snake hips and stuff like that in the meantime i'm just like kind of doing like little projects i was still working like two three jobs right but i, I had kept contact <clears throat> with with anderson and then um i would always see him like you know, like he would go to like Kehlani's party and like I knew Kehlani just right. for being in the Bay. Yeah. And then he'd always, we'd always shake hands and like always just dap each other up and say hi. Right. Um, but I, I would still go up to him and be like, yo man, if you need a video guy, like I'm, I'm your dude. Guy. Don't forget about yeah, that tree yeah, when I showed you that exactly. you already did, fucker. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So then uh, he'd always be like, yeah, sure buddy, whatever. But we were on good terms, and um, were you ever showing him any of your work? No, no, no. So nah, he just no, nah, just to that. do with an idea, no, yeah. no, like hard knock behind it. Yeah, exactly. Fair enough. And um, damn, I don't know. Like I think that just kept on going on for a while. Did you ever work with Kalani? Uh, I've shot her a, a couple times. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like for for like her shows and stuff nice. like that. Yeah, but you know, Decam would like bring me on and like let me shoot a couple shots and stuff. That's crazy. Um, and then um. I got who's Deacon? Uh David Camarena. Is that her manager? No, no, David Cam uh David Ali is her manager. David David Camarena is like her one of her shooters. Oh, Ali is I'm trying to remember cuz I was do you know who Kembe is? Kembe X? No. Have you heard his name? No, He's no, from no. Chicago. I was with him cuz we lived together and then um and he was fucking with like TD and shit. And then uh we went to like damn, what's that place? It's like kind of bomb, but it's got like <sighs> lemonade. Have you ever been oh, to Lemonade? That, like, that little like healthy yeah. food spot? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, We would go there and we were there and she was there and so we all sat down or whatever and he like pumped me up to her manager or something and he's like, oh, give me your number, man. Yeah. Bro. And it never, it just goes to my ass. And I was like, fuck. Fuck <laughs> you mean, bro. Fuck, bro. Nah. <laughs> Maybe not. I don't know. I'd yeah, have to nah, check. Nah. I, I hope it, hopefully, hopefully uh, that motherfucker got fired. All right. <laughs> Look at me now. <laughs> no, that's, that's crazy. Who else would you work with in, in like the area over there? cheesy yeah um damn yeah i worked with duckworth a lot um just video no photos really video you were doing yeah, photos yeah, yeah yeah 
Right. Yeah. And were you trying to share all this shit? Like social was social, like a game that you were trying to play at this time. Like you were trying to have like an, a presence with your content at the time. Yeah. Yeah. Easily. That was like when Instagram was like starting to pop off. Hmm. And then, um, I'm, Oh, so I was working at this deli and I was still just trying to, I was barely trying to get my Instagram. Like just cause I knew that that was like a venue. I knew that that was like the wave at the time. Like sometimes you're posting like, show photos the other day you're posting like fire ass sandwiches yeah like kind of like that i didn't really i didn't really get it, get it at the time you yeah, know? I know i went back and i deleted everything yeah. so you, if you go back now it's like it's all just looks kind of clean yeah but, um i just like there were so many like opportunities that i had and i was just like always trying to just get my foot in the door and oh, i was shooting a lot with aaron kai at the time hmm. i was working at this deli and then um like Aaron Kai, the artist? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. crazy. That's, that's a good-ass homie of mine. That's tight, because Kai was, his homie Kai was on, uh, we had him on here oh, like sick. a couple episodes ago. Yeah, yeah, so Aaron Kai is a really, really good homie of mine, and he he put me on to an opportunity because I was shooting for him. Mm -hmm. And we started shooting this documentary, never came out. It looks really cool, though, but it's like, we still haven't finished it. Right. I don't know if it'll ever come out, but. That'd be dope. Yeah, but I have the footage, so. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, then. Is he out of the bay? No, he's from Hawaii. He is from Hawaii. Yeah. I never met him. But then, like, he lived in the Bay. That's where I met him. Actually, I think I did meet him. For sure met him. Because he... So, at the end of Chris Brown's doc, we, like, reveal this... Like, Chris... Throughout the film, Chris is, like, painting a picture. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and then, at the end, it's, like... It's Kai, both of their... Yep. Worst, but I thought they were brothers. So, I didn't realize that they weren't brothers until, yeah. like, this shit came out or whatever. Yeah. But I forgot he was there because my... Guy wasn't there that day or whatever like they were finishing it there or whatever that those dudes are fucking talented as shit oh yeah damn yeah so then um the hundreds like were they were looking for a new video guy mm -hmm. and um i knew that aaron kai and the hundreds were close so i chose like my project to turn in was the aaron kai one that i had made tight and uh they liked it a lot and then uh aaron kai like kind of putting a good word for me yeah so I got that job doing like in-house content or what, yeah, what was in-house content, like, sh like editing their content, but also shooting. Mm -hmm. Um, at the time they were like trying to have like a, a YouTube channel presence where it wasn't just focused on clothes. It was more like on culture. Right. So, so you make a lot of videos. Yeah. Them. So I moved, like I, I had a two weeks notice. I got the job and I was like, holy shit. All right. Uh, I'm moving to LA. Yeah. Fuck. Right. Like, <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. I gotta I go. Pack, yeah. I just packed my bags and I just, just fucking moved to LA. Damn, that's crazy. Just drove here and then uh, I slept at Carmack's house, that same guy that yeah. introduced me to Anderson. Yeah. He let me sleep on his floor for a while, for a good couple of like months. And I was working at the hundreds and um, that didn't work out. They fired me. Damn, really? <laughs> How come? What happened? Spill the fucking tea. I don't know, man. They just they just weren't fucking with my vision. Damn, really? Yeah, they just like, and also they were they were like I think they realized like how are we gonna make any money off of this? Oh, for like YouTube, like having an in-house guy. Like, yeah. if we do need videos, maybe we should just like hire someone out per you know? project. Yeah, or per project, right. which makes more sense. But I did some really great work with them. But it just it just didn't work out. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. You moved down from the top of the state to the bottom and just like how long were you there for, you think? Like two months. Oh, okay. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> Got your ass. My last day was hilarious because one of my best friends had just gotten fired. Like 
<laughs> from there too no like cause his job yeah like maybe like I think like a couple hours prior wow <laughs> I called him and I was like bro I'm fired and he was like man don't play like that that's not cool dog and I was like walking out of the box I was like nah bro I'm like, fired I'm for real fire man I'm for like, real fire yeah let's go have a drink man like, so I was jobless and homeless for a good like couple months fuck and uh i was just sucked bro like i remember i was eating like turkey burgers every day for like a week mm. and like it was just disgusting and um survive yeah just surviving were you staying at the dude's house or were you yeah. like bouncing around from now no i was staying at the dude's house and then i started getting a lot of work with all dev digital mm. they were hooking me up fat and um yeah i was just doing that and um that was like my first six months here in la and uh, I remember on New Year's Eve, I went back to San Francisco to celebrate New Year's Eve. And Anderson Pack had a show. Of course he did. On New Year's Eve at, at 1015 Folsom, which is like one of the big venues. Mm -hmm. And I hadn't really been talking to him at the time. Right. But for some reason, oh, me and my girlfriend at the time were like, fuck, man, we really want to go. And I was like, fuck, I don't have his number anymore. So I Snapchatted him. A video of me like, yo, man, like, <laughs> if it's cool with you, me and my girl want to go. I can shoot it for you. If it's cool with you. <laughs> like, super, like, cheesy, yeah. like, animated. Don't forgive me. Yeah. And then I, all I saw was that he saw it. Son I was of like, a bitch. fuck. Like, we're not cool anymore. Damn it. Yeah. I found <clears> another plug. I ended up going inside, and then I found another plug inside, and they're like, you know, because I live there. So they're like, yo, yo, here's some backstage passes. All right. So, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, me and my chick like went up there, and uh, there he was. And he was like, yo, you actually made it in. <laughs> I wasn't going to help your ass. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to make money, bro. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, I made it in. <laughs> and uh, we get to talking, and he's like, yo, Israel, you still doing that video shit? And I was like, yeah, 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 yeah I am. He's like, you want to be my new video guy? And I was like, what the what? fuck? And I was drunk, bro. It was like New Year's yeah, Eve. yeah. And he looks at his manager and he's like, this is the guy, this is the guy. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck is going on? Were you shooting on? this show? No, or, no, so no. So you were just chilling. Yeah, I was cameraless. So still to this day, he hadn't seen your shit yet. He's, I'm sure he saw some of my shit. But you, were, but you said you weren't like some like yeah, sending and stuff. Yeah, so. So he just fucking sent it. Yeah. Shout out. <laughs> Shout out to Anderson for that <laughs> yeah. super send. Fuck, that's crazy. <laughs> just like having a leap of faith, I guess. What the fuck? <laughs> so then uh, his... The label budget came in. He was trying to figure out how to spend it. He's like, yo, you want some of this bread? It was, okay. It was crazy though. And I was just like, this is fucking bizarre. Like it's finally happening. <laughs> and, um, this shit is funny as fuck. His, I, I go to his manager and his manager's like, so what? You, you you got this? And I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. And he was like, okay, call me on January 10th. I was like, I can call you tomorrow. He was like, no, January 10th. And I was like, oh. I need nine days to recover. I was like, <laughs> let me have nine days to recover. All right. I need to sit in my yeah. bed. So I was like, all right, fine. January 10th it is. And at that point I was like, why is this shit so weird? You I know? Know. Like, yeah, for real. What, what did he need nine days for? Like, I have no idea. I want to watch lost. No. He's like, I'm only on season two. I've already scheduled my days out. No, it all makes sense. Why does he end. sound like really tough? Is he like a who tough was manager? Dude? Yeah, is his yeah, manager yeah, crazy? Yeah, yeah, he was. It was. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not with that dude anymore. No, no, no. But he was like a tough dude. Yep, that exactly. shit's always intimidating. Super, yeah, it yeah. really is. Like, you got this, cool. Like yeah. that kind of vibe. Yeah, I was like, whoa, okay, bet. Yeah. At that point, I wanted to get out of there because I had already like milked the cow. Don't want to don't want to stay there any longer. Right. I was like, all right, thanks for the opportunity. I'm gonna go get drunk. 
and celebrate. You're getting the contact and shit before yeah, you did Yeah, 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 right? of course. And then so, uh, dude, those were like nine days of pure agony. <sighs> I was like, what is going on? I uh, know. And then on January 10th, I call, no answer. I call again. I'm just like, fuck, what's happening? I text them. And all he says is, do you have a reel? And uh, I was like, fuck. Um, yes, I do. Turn it off and fucking made a fire ass reel. Yeah, right there. Right there. Got one of my like roommates or whatever uh, to to give me one of his like songs. Because I was in a house full of producers, which is pretty cool. Word. And um, yeah, just used that, sent it in. And they're like, okay, cool. We like this. I was like, all right. So what, what now? But I got no word. Then the next day, I'm sleeping on, on my friend's floor and uh, I get a call and it's his manager and he's like, meet me at this address right now. I'm texting it to you. Bring your camera. Be ready. <laughs> and I was like, fuck. Okay. <laughs> so I jump out of bed and I go to this address and there's this like brand new BMW i8 with the red bow on it in this like house that's like under construction and there's no one there that I know. And then this lady comes out and I'm just like, I have like my real. Yo, this shit's so stupid. Yeah. I hate yeah, like this, this. I hate those <laughs> awkward moments where you have to like, like do, can you just someone meet me here? Like you told yeah. me, be, don't make me walk up to the door. Don't make me fucking walk up to this. Dude, lady's like, door. When stuff like that, that happens so much in, like, in, our, in our industry where like yeah. people are just like, just show up. They don't realize like we need a little bit of a guidance. Yeah, like, please fuck. But, you go to the house every day. I do not. You yeah, know what exactly. I mean? Like, please but, tell me where the front door that's is. Just, that's just how the game is. Like, you have to just be ready to, right. to, to do that kind of shit. Yeah. And like, just go, yeah, just go, go inside. Yeah. It's weird. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, you're so, holding your, like what, a Ronin and shit? No, 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 not even. Or what were you saying? Ghetto ass, like shoulder rig. Oh, okay. Word. And I had my like, 5D. Yeah. And, uh, this lady comes out and she's like, okay, yo, you're the video guy. Cool. Um, Anderson's going to be here in 20 minutes. And I'm like, okay, what am I doing? Yeah. Please tell and me. She's like, oh, um, okay. So Anderson's getting surprised. <laughs> Oh, okay. You're yeah. completely green. Cool. Yeah. Let me... Uh... Yeah. And she was like, uh, Anderson's about to show up and he has no idea that this car is coming. So uh, we want you to capture his surprise and see if you do a good job at doing so. And I was like, sick. So within those 20 minutes, at first I was just sitting there like, you know, like <laughs> just like kind of like, okay, waiting for him. And I was like, nah, man, this is your big shot. You better look fucking busy. So I just started filming like B-roll of the car. I was car just going to say, that's like, what I would have like, done. The house, just yeah. getting this fucking nonstop just but shooting. But what's the house? Didn't you say it was a rundown house or like a construction? Was, yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically the whole ordeal was that he had just gotten off escrow mm. from this house that he was going to turn into his studio and his right. office space. So it was like two surprises at once. Wow. The house being his and then... um. The car being his. Fuck. So I filmed it. Is the car like a gift from the label or something? I don't know if it was a gift or if he bought it and he just like didn't know it was coming in that day. Or they just like rented it just to plant it there to <laughs> see if you were good enough at capturing it. <laughs> nah, reaction. he still drives that shit. Yeah, <laughs> That's tight. Yeah. So yeah, so that happened. And then... uh So you like were shooting B-roll, you capture his reaction, yep, you cut, his reaction. cut like a video out of it? Yep, right. that same day. Right. And then the next day they were like, yo, um, oh, he texted me personally. Yeah. I was in fucking like Ralph's. And uh, I just get him. I was like, yo, this is Andy. You killed that shit. You're about to have the best year of your life. Are you ready? And I was Damn. like, I remember just like jumping up and down at Ralph's, bro. You're about to have the best year of your life. Yeah. He said, this year is going to be crazy or something like that. And uh, yeah, then I, I officially was like on the job. Holy shit. And I went to him with the next, my next gig was going to, on Ellen with him. And I was just like 
bro. It was like it was. Just, it I was, remember when he went on Ellen, dog. I remember watching and be like, "This dude's gonna be so big." Yeah, like, yeah, this yeah. Is it. Fuck, what was the first performance he did? There was some time where I saw him play, and I was just like, I don't even remember his breakout. Fuck. Yeah, I don't. I don't know it either, actually. I don't know what it was that made. I just remember him getting up, playing drums, being able to bounce around, sing, do all this multitask shit. Yep, yep. And I'm like, okay, this dude is fucking. It's there's something yeah. saucy about it that's new. Yeah, for sure. Damn. Yeah, so that's that's how it's straight it to fucking Ellen. Yeah, and then I was supposed to go on this like huge world tour uh, with Bruno Mars because he was opening for Bruno Mars. Mm. Um, so this was all like February ish, and then uh, two years ago. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um, they're like, "All right, man, like, give us your passport. You're about to go all over Europe with with him and Bruno Mars." And I was like, "Holy shit! Like, this is like my, life my just dream." Like, yeah, yeah. But it just happened right now. Then, like a week before I was supposed to go uh, to the Bruno Mars tour, they call me back and they're like, "Actually, Bruno doesn't want Anderson to have his own videographer, photographer. Yep. So we're gonna have to like have you stick behind." I was just devastated. Bruno, you're trash. <laughs> Call his shot, shots fired right now. That's no, fucking trash move, hater. It, it, it felt like that at the time. Like, and every time I'd hear a song, I'd be like, "Man, turn that shit off." Right. But it's not like that anymore. Like, it's fine. Oh, it's you whatever. and Bruno are boys? No, 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 I've never even met the guys. But <laughs> that's I what I'm saying. Fuck him. Like, just make a rule. Like, don't let me film during your show. Like, you know what I mean? That, that, that's what, that's it what was. they're cautious about. Yeah. So that's what it was. Um, but he would have like these sideshows, like out, like not in the arenas, right? But, like, right. These are like headline sideshows. And they hired this other guy to, like, local guy, to just, just to go shoot around it. and shoot those. And right. He would send me the content. I would edit it, mm. and I would implement it into his uh, Instagram. And I was I would be like basically content managing his Instagram right. for him like, while he was over there, yeah. over here. So that was pretty cool. Like That's I was, cool. I still felt like I was a part of the team. So at this time, are you? Did you find a home and shit? Uh, yeah, I was like living. Um, I was uh, subletting right. a bunch of spots. Right. But you were finally make, like, making some money for yourself that you could like afford a place and yeah, yeah, yeah. just to like, get by while yeah. you're trying to figure out what the fuck's happening. And I was, but my like main source of income was still going with All Dev Digital. Mm. They were still giving me a lot of gigs. What kind of work were you doing with them? Just like, um, just video content for their channels. They have a bunch of different stuff. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and then uh, Anderson hit me up while he was on tour and he's like, yo man, honestly, like when I get back, you're going to be my, my video guy. Like I got you. So I was like, all right, cool. And then, uh, yeah, he came back and brought me on the J. Cole tour. And then ever since then, it's just been like solid, solid, just, just working for him. That's crazy. Yeah. It's whirlwind, bro. That's so random, though. Yeah. Like, that seems like <laughs> such a weird, like, move or they're just like, like, you just happen. <laughs> hey, man, I'm going to, me and my girl would love to come to the show tonight. Deaded you. And then yeah, you show yeah, up, yeah. he's like, oh, wow. You, you want to be my video guy? That's talent. You got in the show without me? You must know how to work. <laughs> Tight. You want a job? Yo. Fuck, that's crazy, yo. That's crazy, man. Damn. Damn. So you did, you did Ellen. He goes on the tour. You yeah. hadn't shot anything, like, right after Ellen? There was nothing else, really? Uh, yeah, there, there was. Were they They're rehearsing and shit? Oh, the Grammys. Mm. I didn't go into the Grammys with him, but like, yeah, they make that shit. That impossible. wasn't, that was another one of those fucking instances. I got hit up by his manager, meet outside this hotel, Grammy day. Boom. Be ready. I show up and, uh, yeah. And what's I, that mean? Suit? Yeah. I just showed up with my camera, bro. And right. like, and then I, I'm calling everyone. No one's picking up, man. And it's been like two hours and I'm just waiting outside this hotel and I'm like, okay, what the fuck is going on? Then all of a sudden I just see Anderson walking out dressed super fly like decked out in Rav Simmons and I'm like yo yo AP 
And he's like, yo, get in the car right now. And I'm like, oh my God, okay. <laughs> so I get in the car. And his, his manager's right there. He's like, oh, hey, what's up, Israel? How you doing? You made it. And I was like, Yeah, dude, dog, is your phone fucking broken, homie? <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. And then uh, he's like, so Israel, you're going to record him right now from the car ride up into the red carpet. And then you got to go. So I was like, all right, what, whatever, like, what for? No direction, but I just was like, yo, how do you feel about being on the Grammys? And Yeah, just interviewing. Yeah, and I just made that, and then I, I got some clips from the Grammys and from his interviews and, like, made a little Instagram video. Nice. Just always just trying to keep busy. Really. Yeah. yeah, and keep serving him social content and shit. Yeah, that yeah, sounds like exactly. the way. Yeah. Damn. That's a fucking impressive start, man. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> so while all this shit was happening, what was your, like, you know, your dad gave you a camera what, when you were trying to figure it out down here and getting fired from, like, the hundreds and shit. What are, what are your family thinking about this shit? Like, um, are you having conversations with them about yeah, all this? Yeah, yeah. They're, they're confused. Yeah. You know, the traditional Mexican family. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I'm the only one in my family. Not Well, my sisters are creative, but I'm the only one that, like, made that and, like, took that and ran with it. Mm-hmm. So, uh... My mom just didn't really understand, but she just wanted me to like be on my feet and make money and right. survive and eat, you know, just like being a mom. Damn. So then my dad was like the one that was like, hey man, fucking pave your way. You yeah. Know? So yeah. Is it just you and your sister? I have three sisters. Three sisters. And then an older brother. Goddamn. Yeah. Um, fuck. To this day, my mom, like I'll send her like little video clips or like uh, I'll show her like a cut of the documentary that I'm making or I'll show her photos. And she's just like, I don't understand, like, why people go to concerts. <laughs> she's like, I don't know. It's just been happening for years and years. Yeah. I just don't understand. Like, she's just like, I don't get it. Like, why are people crying? Why are people like, like, chill out? Like, <laughs> but has um, she come to a show yet? No, I'm you taking. Know, her, I'm taking her to her. her my dad. I'm, I'm taking my mom and my dad to their first show in February when we make a stop in San Francisco. Good. Damn. Yeah. Have you got? You haven't played home yet. Since you've been working with them? Damn. No. Yeah, I feel like if you did, they would yeah, have been there. Yeah, yeah, I don't think I have, man. Dog, there's no. no better feeling than... We played like Oakland and shit, but that's like a music festival, and I don't want to take my parents nah, to a music festival. That's a pain in the ass. No, no, they'd freak out. Yeah. That's like the best feeling in the world, though, is being able to like show when you, yeah. when you get that moment. Because like, I, I was like hoping on our tour that it would be able to happen, and I was able to get like... My family was like all spread out, but my brother came to like the Chicago show. My sister came to Minnesota. My parents were in Nashville, which is funny because the show was like way smaller because it's like all country people and shit. Yeah, so it was yeah, kind yeah. of a smaller show. But my parents got to like, I brought them up on the stage. I got to see like backstage oh, wow, and shit before sick. the show. I showed them underneath like what it looked like wow. and shit. They were like, what the fuck? My mom was like, like throughout the tour, I kept doing the stupid break your wrist shit. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And my mom showed up with a break your wrist <laughs> shirt. That. Like, that shit was so legendary. So she's like out in the middle of the fucking VIP, like breaking her wrist at the dancers, and the dancers all met her earlier. So they're like, yeah, like, oh shit. And then, uh, Faith Hill was there. Oh, wow. And my mom tripped. Like, oh, she, she just her? creepishly went behind her and just, like, was, like, kind of filming little things of like Faith tight. Hill's hair and shit. I was like, what the fuck, a weirdo? <laughs> She'll listen to this shit, too. I know. That's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> but I, that's the best feeling. Because it, it makes it make sense for them. Like, yeah, it all, it's, it makes it, like, tangible yeah. and real. And, like, they could, they could also, like, they're probably going to focus on me. Right. Running around. I like, love that. Like, just how crazy I run around. Like, yeah. I'm a fucking 
just all over the place. What kind of gear do you, I mean, you said you have your Canon. Um, what kind of gear have you been using since you started working with them? Like, were, were you guys upgrading gear right away or? Um, no, like I was just using my Canon at first. Then I got a Sony, 5D Mark III. Yeah, 5D Mark III. Then I got a Sony A7S II. Mm-hmm. Then I just started like bumping up my lens lenses a bit. Then I got a little stabilizer. Which one did you get? The Zyra the, Crane yeah, thing? Yeah, yeah, one yeah. One of those. I, I want to switch it so bad. I've and always then, wanted to try it. I've never tried it's that. It's all right. Yeah. I just want to get the, the Ronin mm-hmm. one instead. Um, and yeah, I used that. And then I just started using a, a 360 cam this last tour. Which, which one? Pretty wild. The Insta 360. I just met with them the yeah. other day. I'm like, I'm fucking all about it. That's yeah. just dope. I, I just put up a, a clip on my on my uh, Instagram story. Oh, you did? I didn't want to put it on my, on my, um, feed? my feed yet because I want... I want him to post. Oh, it's of him? It's of him, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's sick, man. Like, I'm having fun with it. It's just, I'm trying to learn it. Uh, I don't like the way the colors look. Yeah. A little oversaturated. It looks a little weird and contrasty. I only saw, like, we had a meeting for, because the dude that is doing their content now, he used to work at DJI. So, like, he hooked me up with the Osmo before it came out a long time ago. And we just touched base, and he was showing it to me, like, the... what the fuck? The one X or whatever the new yeah, little yeah, guys. Yeah, that yeah, shit is the, so small. Yeah, like you could do so much dope is it, is shit it with the it. one that looks like a little like Nokia. It's like even I think it must smaller? be newer. Yeah, it's like a fucking little that, like yeah, G Pen type looking thing. Oh wait, what? Like it's just like a rectangular looking. Uh, I have. I think I might have that one. It's a three sixty. We're just plugging them hard. But uh, give me that sponsor, bro. Yeah, for real. <laughs> Fuck. But yeah, I shoot at night because it's it's fucking night shows. That one? Yeah, I got that one. Yeah, yeah, that one's sick. Yeah, with the fucking invisible stick. It's so Gnarly, small, yeah. and they just made this like fucking like it. You remember those things in like pools, those pool toys where it was like a rocket, and when you go underwater, you can yeah, throw it. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. They made yeah. one for this shit. I know. I want one. It's so fucking bad. tight. Because AP he, he he Anderson jumps a lot, so I wanted to throw one right under. That would be hard. But uh, I had him crowd surf, and I gave him this the stick. Yeah, he was just like holding it's it. Fucking tight. But it's a little too shaky, so there's like a few things I gotta like tweak Finesse. out and learn. Yeah. yeah. Um. Okay. So. You start, you know, he comes back, you guys start working together. What, what, what kind of like, what was your day-to-day start be, to become? Because you're just editing at the time. They're sending you content, you're editing. Obviously, yeah. you know how to create shit. Or is he going back off the tour and going straight into like recording? Or what do you, what do, you do off that tour? Um, Bruno tour. Bruno tour. Because he, he came home and you guys started. Yeah, we, he came home and like, man, it's kind of a blur that... Like this past year is more clear to me, but right. that that two years ago it's a little bit unclear. He would just do like certain things, like certain gigs, and I would just always have to be there, just mm-hmm. filming it and creating content for social media and getting pictures and stuff like that. So you were like kind of that? Did they like book you full time, or how how were they like? How were you working out your deal with them? Not really it, having one yet. It, not really having one yet. And yeah. then I went on tour with him to on with J Cole. Mm-hmm. And that's when like they were like, okay, we're gonna give you like a certain amount for this right. certain time, and that was just me following him around, just creating content, getting a lot of photos. That's when I started realizing like, holy shit, like I'm really about like I'm really about photography, like capturing all these concert moments is cool, but capturing him like getting that first handshake with J Cole and like right. that, that that frozen <clears throat> frame is just so beautiful. Yeah, and, and uh, yeah, so I just started like really honing in on my photography. That's tight. What what was some of the challenges that you were facing on that tour? Capture, that was your first tour, right? Yeah. Well, no, you said you'd flown around to like EDM shows and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this is my first tour tour. Tour tour. Like, yeah, and like... Sleeping a bus and yeah, shit. Exactly. Well, we, were, we were flying at the time, but yeah, just... 
You were flying. Where were you at? Europe? All, no, just uh, all over the States. There was a, a whole flying? You guys were flying for yeah, that tour? Yeah, we, we were flying for that tour. It was kind of, it was a little bit different. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, it was a little brutal, but that's, that is brutal. I don't know whose choice that was, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was cool. But my challenge was, okay, I'm fucking filming a show every night. How do I make every video different? Right. And then he was like, dude, I don't need a fucking recap for every show. Mm -hmm. Just like make it a little like, like grab a couple here, a couple here. So I did that. And then he was like, all right, now they're all starting to look the same. Like, give me something different. So I made one video about like the challenges of like being a headline, I mean, an opener for a headliner and not having the audience always vibe with you. So I would show like some of the audience just like on their phones and texting. I would show him like being kind of bummed out after a gig. And then I contrasted that with him having a really good show to, right. to end it all. <clears throat> That's dope. And he was like, yo, all right, like storytelling, you know? Yeah. That was, how long was that piece? One minute, man. Oh, that was an Instagram all, piece. All Instagram pieces, yeah. yeah. Wow. And then um, after that tour, I was like, okay, like, I'm just always constantly aware of the fact that you could always get snipped, bro. Like, in this industry, you can get cut at any fucking moment. You, you got to be on your fucking toes, like always trying to think of a new idea to present, bring to the table. Hashtag the hundreds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for real. Never forget. Yeah, I don't wear, I don't wear them anymore. But it's all good. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then, um, yeah. So wow, just, did that feel like a, did that feel like something that could happen to you? Like you always feared yeah, like that yeah, you yeah, would get yeah, next? Yeah, really? for sure. I, I just, all my life I've felt that way. Yeah, yeah, right. I'm just always kind of like, like on my toes. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I just started coming up with new ideas. And then we, when we got back from tour, I forgot what, what happened, but I was just still doing like random shows. Then around like December of 2017, I was like, you know what, man? Like he's working on his album. I'm constantly in the studio with him. Every time he's in the studio, if it's at one in the fucking morning, he'll call me be like, Israel, come over here right now. I'd go to the studio, like I'd drop everything just yeah. to make sure I was there. And I would take photos and take video. Right. So I had all this stuff and I didn't really know what I was using it for. And then when the, when 2018 came at the start of the year, I had a meeting with his management and him. And I was like, look, why don't, why don't you guys allow me to make a documentary about the process of him making this album and it coming out and him touring with it and like everything that comes with an album. And they're like, okay, cool. You got it. So uh, that's what I've been doing since then. I've just, Damn. So everything he does, I just follow him around. Right. Whether it's press week, like a commercial, I'm always there just like capturing And did they, moments. did you, did you kind of draft up a treatment about it or was it just yeah. like, let's literally follow this and figure out what the story is? I drafted up a treatment, but, um, you know, things change, especially when you're doing documentary style work. Mm -hmm. Everything kind of just... It's, and it's also my first time. Right. So not, like, if I were to do this again, there's a def, definitely a new approach I would take. A little bit more organized. Right. So for the time being, it's kind of just like me just filming, filming, but with with certain like thoughts of, in the back of my head of like how I would line up the story. Right. Um, and so now the, the storyline is pretty much um, a year in the life of, of Anderson Pack. Was it Instead his of just, tour? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. right. Well, so just like him running festivals, right? But he's not. He know. did he do a tour this year? That what? Uh, wait, that, last year? Yeah, right. Now we're in two thousand nineteen. No, no, no. So like the the project didn't come out until November. Right. So he didn't. So that whole year was just recording he was just him recording, 
going to festivals, coming back, going to, going to Europe and then coming back, right. going to fucking Australia and then coming back and then going to India and coming back, like yeah. going to Asia, you know, just, it's like a ping pong of, right. of him touring and then him recording, trying to get this, this Damn. thing done. So that's what, what it pretty much is like in the dock. That's fucking crazy. <clears throat> yeah. So do you have your conclusion yet? Like, like how are you planning on wrapping it up? Um, so it, it starts at the outside. It kind of, it's the, the storyline kind of changed from the process of the album to more just a year in the life of Anderson mm. Pax, like most successful year or like a look into the, the right. life of Anderson Pax, most successful year. Doesn't be dope. So it starts in the new year and it ends in the new year. Oh shit. That's yeah. dope. Yeah. So that's, that would have been lit as fuck if it started in your new year when you ran into him. He's that like, that would be crazy. That's how you should start fuck. it. Remake that shit. Be like, yo, you want to fucking come on tour? All right. A, a reenactment. That'd be crazy. And then it just starts with you. Like, it's like a vlog, like a YouTube thing. And you're just like, yesterday was the craziest day of my life. Yeah, and that like, would be sick. <laughs> Damn. But yeah, it's, it's crazy how, it's crazy how it's always been new years where that's it's like, fucking where weird, like bro. shit's been shit's been popping off yeah it's like your timestamp thing that's fucking Low nuts key, yeah. shit that's gonna be fucking so do you have you thought of ways that you want to distribute it obviously i'm sure some of the shits you don't probably yeah. talk about but we don't we don't really know right now i still have to finish editing it fuck <laughs> <laughs> and it's hard to fucking edit man when you're when you're like constantly doing something i fucking know yeah i know right <laughs> i know it's just and it's tough. like i'll have i'll have like i'll like have like a week to fucking edit and then i'll get thrown like little little things like little fucking things to do for have you thought about like bringing in someone else i have but it's it's kind of fucked man like i really want to because it'll help me out a lot but at the same time it's weird because I already have it so envisioned in my own head and I don't know if I can trust anyone to, right. to, to bring that out. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, the way I had it organized is completely Trash. just like in my head. Like it only works for me. Yeah, yeah. Like I tried it out. Like I, at first it was all good, but then I started just dumping folders. Oh God. So for me, it's like I kind of know where everything is. So yeah. trying to explain it to someone else would just be a shit show. Right. And then, um, yeah, he he's also like, no, nah, I want you to do it yourself. Which is cool because like he's really like, He's setting like a certain bar for me to, to reach, and I really appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. He's trying to test me. Right. Um, he's, a, he's a really cool dude to work for because his work ethic is just out of out of. Well, it sounds like he's been paying attention to like he knows what he wants since yeah, the jump. Yeah, like, yeah. We we talk about it. We have a lot of meetings together on like what we want to show, what we don't want to show. Mm. Um, and he's like, Nah, man. Imagine if you brought out this project and it's your fucking project you directed it you shot it you edited it right he's like how epic would that be it's your baby and i was like all right man fuck let's fucking go for it that's it so I'm, gonna, I'm trying to finish it within the next um month and a half yeah that'll be dope yeah that's kind of what i did with q's shit but it was like the weekly doc not yeah. weekly doc but like yeah 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 yeah, yeah. micro dosage of it or whatever and yeah. it didn't even get completed because the motherfucker just sat on it and didn't put out the last two episodes which oh, is crazy yeah man. i watched those those are sick yeah the last one yeah there's two left yeah damn never been seen before Fuck. i'll show you the six I've always, hilarious. I've always like liked those kind of videos and yeah. i always wanted to do some of those for anderson but he's just he's just always kind of been like eh, i don't know about youtube man like do people actually watch it yeah and um so since I'm kind of done with the the shooting of this doc, 
my next thing is like okay so what what do i provide for you for this next tour like i have to before the tour starts i have to like kind of give him like a spiel and like a written statement of like what i want to provide for him Mm. i don't want to just be like oh i'm just shooting like yeah yeah. there's got to be a reason for me to be on that tour so i'm i'm gonna approach him with like yo we should check out like try doing these youtube uh like series those would be dope or if if he thinks this platform's instagram just do igtv yeah igtv is kind of like does anyone it is, watch it but i don't know i think if if he made people watch it yeah i no, have i have one igtv thing i've never done one but it's fucking hilarious i'll show it to you it's fucking hilarious man i gave him his own like little variety show <laughs> it's fucking anderson yeah so <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. you did it on his channel no it's not out yet no, it's he, not. we never put it out Damn. it's so fucking hilarious cause I don't know I think that like it is just an avenue where you could upload long form content and it could exist I, obviously I fuck with YouTube heavy f- and I think it, it yeah. has it's purpose and shit and it can live there forever where and it's searchable which is go- like really yeah. good but like Instagram's not really it's built for now it's not yeah. built for later you definitely, know what I mean definitely I'm, um, gonna, I'm, I'm gonna try to convince him so far he's like alright okay, man I'll give you like you know I'll, I'll let you I'll let you try it out yeah and then were you at Flognog? Um, no, I've never been. You never been? No, because I took a picture of him and Q together backstage, but I don't remember if he had anyone with them there. Probably not. This is like right when we got done with the tour. Like when is Flognog? I don't even know. Now it just happened, right? Yeah. What month are we in? <laughs> January. Uh, January. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, he was back there. That was like my first time running into him. Oh, sick. And they were just shooting the shit and he had some fucking funny ass sweater on. I don't remember what it was, but I liked the picture. Yeah. <laughs> but that's how it was too. Like for me, it was kind of one of those last minute moments. Be here. You're trying to figure everyone out. Yep. You don't really know what the fuck's going on. Yeah. It's so hard. It's, Sometimes it's, you just have to. Yeah, you have to kind of wing it. But producing the content too on the road is difficult. So like when you challenge yourself to that, I would definitely like tell you, uh-huh. especially I've done three, do- three documentaries now. Yep. Yeah. Fucking expand because if you can alleviate like i know you know your project and like the fear of giving something up but that was like my biggest problem like i hated i needed to do everything because i'm the only one that understands it right yeah i still do this to myself and it, I, every time i do it and i'm like halfway through i'm like i just shot myself in the fucking foot why uh, did i do this again yeah, damn why did i do this again you know what i mean like just it's good to know everything but i feel like if i can get to a place where and that's why we're building like production companies and shit it's like as we design be a human, which is like me and my homie Andrew who did Chris's doc. Um, it's like the idea is to like delegate and be able to conquer more. You know what I mean? If we could conquer more, like if you could conquer that doc, have the editing done in half the time, what else could you do with Anderson? Because now maybe you could have released like two music videos or maybe you could have done some other shit. I'm writing a treatment tonight. Yeah. Tomorrow. Yeah. Cause he's, he's is gonna, that an avenue? Is that something you think you'll be able to do? Oh, fuck yeah, man. Hell if yeah. I have a budget, of course, for sure. Now like, he's trusting you with like, yeah, he, yeah. He was like, dude, one like next up is like you shooting a video for me. That's dope. This was just like prayer hands. Like, yeah. Thank you. Well, shit. Let us know if you need production help. Yeah, yeah. We got that yeah, shit. Yeah, definitely. Done a million of them. Yeah. That's man. dope. That'll be good if he fucking parlays you into that. Yeah, because I've written a ton of treatments for him. Yeah. And uh, he's liked them all, but it's just, you know, sometimes it just doesn't work out. Yeah, and I think Do- it's like Dr. earning. Dr. Dre has his, his hand in it, and he's like, who the fuck is this guy? Israel shoots. I don't know him. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Damn, that's crazy. I forgot about fucking. I forgot about Dre, bro. <laughs> I forgot about Dre. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, is he managing Dre. him? Or what, um, what's the deal with that? I, I don't know, man. I remember he, I mean, he, signed t- a, he signed to his label. Were you there when TF? Do you know TF? 
Uh, no. He's on Tukey Knows with Schoolboy Q. Um, no, no, no. He, he came in, I guess he was just telling me about this story because he has a song with Anderson and they recorded it and it was supposed to be on the album and didn't make the cut. Oh, okay. And so he was just showing me a song the other day or whatever. Oh, super tight. But he said he just like pulled, like Anderson hit Q and told Q to tell TF to come through because he was listening to TF's music a bunch. Oh, nice. And he like came there and they were like, this shit's dope or whatever. And he said he was just like sitting there and they're like, do you need more time? And he's like, oh, I thought you guys just want to hear the song. He's like, I'm ready. And he just goes in. And that's how he did with Tuki No Shit too. Yeah. He just came in and literally ripped the whole verse and like two takes or one take. Fucking crazy shit. And he's yeah, got man. this banger with Anderson. I'm Sick. like, I hope that shit comes out. Damn. It's fucking tight. Damn, I gotta hear it. Yeah. I don't know. I'm sure you can find the fucking stem somewhere. You got computers over there, <laughs> whatever. Um, so then what's next for you? You got, you know, you got the next tour coming up. Did they announce one yet or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we, uh, well, um, in, we have our next tour in February. Okay. Our, uh, US tour. Nice. Sold out. There you go. Then, uh, where else was that? No, I said, there you go. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, from there, we jump onto a Europe tour in March. And then from there, we... Uh, play Coachella in April. Oh, right. I saw that he was yeah. on there. Yeah, so the next three months are pretty much jam-packed. So it's, what, like mid-January, and we leave mid-February. So within that time, I want to just fucking just hide in my little cave and just edit this thing out. Right. And uh, I'll probably get a couple editors to come and help out, like, with me. Yeah. But not, like, give them the project. Right. But just, yeah. like, come through and, like, yeah. you know, give me their perspective. and Second and, pair of yeah. eyes. Exactly, and then I'll. I hear that. Hopefully, like I'll finish that. My timeline has to finish that. Um, by the time that we leave and hand it over to sound and colors, and have have them just take it over and and then. Uh, I'm excited to see this shit. We're gonna shop it around this month. I I got the first 15 minutes done. Yeah. So that's kind of giving you an idea of how it's gonna look like. So right. uh, I'll, I'm gonna give it to the label and, and have them shop it around nice. and see what what we can do with that. Yeah. People will fucking jump on that shit. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. a gold mine, bro. Yeah, man. Like I was, I was just, you know, it's just at the end of the day, like I said before, you know, it's just a voyeuristic view into an artist's life that like no one really gets to see. Right. So at the end of the day, it's pretty fucking sick. Yeah, that's dope. No matter what, you know. What's your five year plan? Uh, music videos and short films. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say films and dream, dream big, but I'd come and keep it light. <laughs> Cause like, I know how this shit works, it's man. Like it's just, tough. it takes a long time. It's a long Such process. A long time. Yeah. But music videos for sure. And, uh, hopefully a short film, man. I got, I got some, some thoughts up my sleeve. So nice. Yeah. That'd be dope. 10 year plan, man. Production company. Fuck. Yeah. Or making movies. I don't fucking know. Right. Just sign Maybe it. I'll be working at Starbucks. I don't fucking know. Deli. They bring it back to the deli, bro. <laughs> that dude's shop still open? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Plug it. What the fuck's it called? Yo, shout out Dagwood and Scoops. Dagwood in, and Scoops? In the Mission in San Francisco. I got my own sandwich on that board. Are you serious? Yeah. It's called. It's, it's named after my favorite film. What is it? The Bronx Tale. Oh, shit. That's yeah. tight. Yeah. Damn, that's fucking dope. Did I try you... not to eat meat anymore, but it's got some meat in there. You'll smash it every time you come home? Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> All right, so I always let uh, the Black Widow Cream members like ask questions or whatever, and we just started this thing called Patreon they're probably like who the fuck is this guy nah they, I, <laughs> all you need is one of your fucking fire ass shots to go up and the people are like okay who, yeah he must be professional yeah, yes he is that's crazy to think that say that word professional stupid that's right like, that's crazy man it's a dream come true I know right yeah it's like when you realize that that becomes a thing yeah I don't know 
it's fucking weird. I'm always like, I don't think I'm like, I'm just doing it. I'm still trying to figure it out. You yeah, know, yeah, every yeah. time, like, I don't know if I'm. Yeah, man. When I've been traveling, like the DMs that I get now are just like so bizarre. Like I'm just taking it back sometimes. Like I'll click on their links and they've got like fucking hundred thousands of followers, but then they're asking me for shit. And, that's like, dope. It's weird, man. But it's, it's cool, man. Yeah, it is really cool. That's what, that's what hard work does, man. That shit pays off. Um, all right. So so okay so we have this patreon page where we like let people they're like basically supporting our shit like so it's a way that hopefully we can get out of my goddamn kitchen and these cameras can start working full time it's a nice kitchen though thanks so i appreciate that but i would love some sound treated light room you know what i mean like yeah. i want this spot to look cool like, i want like a pa- neon pa- sign padded walls yeah padded and walls and like some colors yeah. and shit make it pop this shit Ooh, looks a so neon trash sign a neon sign would be lit oh yeah get some i don't know what else i want to do i think I would, a couple of c100s or something just so like a little oh, sharper yeah. yeah 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 pay people to do shit like my interns shout yeah. out to nico's fucking justin and <laughs> dave's been helping me like dude there's so much shit i want to do anyway patreon that was like our idea so like we let people listen to like this interview a week early and oh, then cool. everyone else they have to wait you know what i mean so anyway i let them ask questions too so aisha said uh you know i'm sure it's gonna be a fire ass interview i can't wait for it to drop what is your go-to lens for shooting every style ish fuck <laughs> oh man i lately i don't know i just like the 16 to 35 yeah yeah it's fucking tight on the a7s yeah you use it on that or on a yeah Canon? on both yeah on both yeah so are you using meta bones when you shoot yeah. oh yeah, okay exactly. well, i fucking yeah. hate that bro i hate it too i hate that shit no i wish i had like my sony kit and my my canon kit yeah i'm on stage bro i'm just like fumbling worse around, fucking literally the worst shit yeah dog if you can whenever you get ready to upgrade it do it like yeah just by having <clears throat> like getting I mean just getting rid of the Canon because I was doing the same thing I had the 5D when I did Q-Store I had my 5D Mark III A7S II same fucking scenario I'm like yeah. hooking up the Ronin then I'm taking it off the Ronin yeah, and then exactly. I'm doing all this shit it's like, like fucking yeah, nightmare yeah cause like alright cool like I have it set up for the, I have it set up for the 28mm Prime on the Sony with the Metabones on the fucking stabilizer get my fire shot but then oh my god there's about to be pyros so I gotta like <laughs> take it off and put the 16 to 35 take it off the fucking crane Ugh, just dropping like, your lens fucking the yeah, worst getting dust and shit in there and then you realize it after right. the show and you see like yeah. there's some shit that's always on his face yeah it's like fuck dude I'd be hustling man oh, me I'd, too I'd be fucking hustling man there's no other way to do it I talked to like Nathan Groff you know? yeah. yeah 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 I talked to him the other day and I was like man how are you how are you able to get those like two fucking angles? One from the wide, from the end of like the back of the crowd, front of the house, and on the stage. Is it do you have another shooter? And he's like, Hell no, I don't have another shooter. I'm just running around I'm, like stitching it. And I'm like, all right, cool. That's what I thought. Me too. You can kind of plan it out though. Like You can, I, you can, you can. Yeah. Like on our tour, I knew that there would be like two slow songs. There that B and J would both play two slow songs. And so if I I could shoot all the fire shit right before that and then I would haul to the top of these stadiums yep, yep. and it would take me... Dude, I was... Before I realized that there was fucking handicap elevators, oh, wow. I was doing stairs like a motherfucker and just yeah, like... I'm still doing stairs. It yeah. was insane. And then uh, then you get up to the top, get some shots during like Paris or something you see like yep. it'll fire from far away, wide shot and then haul ass back to the thing. Yeah. Shit's exhausting. It is. It feels good though. It's so fun. I feel like I'm a fucking like I'm a fucking ninja. I feel like I'm fucking and doing workout shit where I can like <laughs> live longer because of it. Like, yeah. Uh, let's see who else asks questions. Uh, this is some black one Korean people. Sebastian says there any possibility Oh uh, wait. No, someone already answered this question for him. Ask for tickets and shit. <laughs> no, he was like asking for like a question about European photographers or something. Someone linked him to it. One oh, of nice. Denzel Curry's guy. Uh, Fernando says, "How's being on set in the bubbling music video?" 
Um, were you there for that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He says, also, how do they come up with that idea? Best video 2018 so far. The pool Shit. full of dollar bills, y'all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that set was crazy, man. Shout out Calmatic. He's, he's been working with Anderson for a while, shooting his videos. They have just such a, like, such a great relationship. Like, their ideas just flow so well with each other. Nice. I just told Anderson, I was like, bro, you got to work with this guy forever. Yeah. But yeah, that, that video was sick, man. I show up to this, like, Astro Burger and there's just like 15 strippers <laughs> and Anderson's just in a fucking fur coat he's like yo what up is <laughs> just like yeah. he's like just start shooting bro and I was like alright cool start so shooting. I was just shooting BTS yeah for that and um, it was just fucking hilarious just like a bunch of people were just walking down the street like pedestrians and they'd look inside this Astro Burger and just see like girls shaking asses and like fucking money, money guns just and, yeah that yeah. was so dope it was fun uh, Mia Rochelle says, "What are some unique challenges that you that comes up working with a musician as popular as Pac?" And, um, then she, and then she followed it with said, "And does he have a photo assistant?" Because <laughs> she's looking like yeah, she did the emoji yeah. like this. Uh, some of the challenges, um, definitely like he's a growing artist. Mm. So with the growing artist, uh, the challenges have been just, you know, at first it was just kind of it was more on the chill side. I was just. You know, just following him around, taking pictures. Oh, God, this picture's cool. Oh, let's get this video content. To like, okay, we're doing a press one run week where every day we got to be up at six in the morning and like shoot this, shoot this, shoot this, like right. upload this. Like just being on top of your shit. Yeah. While at the same, while shit is piling on, just being on top of it, but also coming up with like new ideas and and maintaining that relationship with, with your artist, I think is the most crucial part. Well, it sounds cool. It sounds like he's very like, conceptual to like his his image and has an idea like he sounds like he's actually being your boss you know what i mean like yeah. a real good boss like yeah 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 giving you leads on ideas and telling you what he doesn't want which is fucking for sometimes sure. people leave Easy, you in the dark yeah. he definitely is, is my boss for sure like he's he's definitely got his i don't know he's, he's hands-on yeah for sure, yeah that's dope um sometimes he's hands-on he's a little chubby <laughs> Dude, New Year's Eve, wake up. He told up. me to be honest on this podcast. He was like, no, nah, no, nah, just give him. Two. He did? Yeah, he was like, give him straight up, bro. <laughs> Yo, so that means he's listening to this. We would love to have you on the podcast, too. You know what I've, I've been thinking would be dope? Because, like, uh, I mean, a shit ton of my guests end up being, like, photographers, videographers that tour with artists, right? Like, yeah. that's who I'm friends with first. But I think it could be dope to do a concept where it's, like, bringing on the artist and the photographer. But to hear, like, why you fuck with this person or, oh, like, wow. you know what I mean? Like, yeah, the yeah, concept yeah. of, like, creating the art. Like, yeah. I wonder what his perspective of you is. You know um, what I mean? Yeah, that would be, that, I wonder what, what that is. Like, what if he just don't <laughs> like you? Yeah. <laughs> What if he's just been like counting down the days till just, next New Year's when he's like, I can't wait to find someone else at this party. Yeah, he just thinks I'm a prick. What if he only hired people on New Year's Eve? <laughs> like his, his, he only can hire on New Year's. It's like some weird pack he made with himself. Maybe religion <laughs> thing. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Treshawn said, um, programs, presets for equipment, networking and communication tactics to bring in more business. Whoa. Shit, what? What, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> fuck are you saying programs is there what uh, i guess i, use, I don't know let's just spin off this I use, software i use lightroom and um adobe premiere same trying to get on after effects yeah yeah do you sell lut packs no i don't <laughs> why not bro <laughs> i don't fucking know everyone wants your lut yeah, packs man no, i don't i don't do that fucking not at all and i don't use presets yeah i just edit everything just 
with my eyes yeah i usually will scroll through like i i don't know when i downloaded these presets like i had the lightroom presets that were in there and yeah. i just like bounce around and see what they would do yeah and then i downloaded a pack and it like ended up giving me like 150 oh shit and like i don't use the top half you know what i mean like yeah. i'll just go through i'm like i don't even like those and then these other ones the only ones i really scroll through i find like these really cool black and white things that they do to it and yeah, i'm just like the black and white ones are, are the fire ones. yeah they yeah. come up with some cool looks yeah. for that shit and then yeah, you can just fine tune how you want it to look yeah. but yeah i, I try to stay away and just i've used them before but i normally like 99 percent of the time stay away from right that. yeah uh colton bashar batcher i don't know he said lit how does israel's manage his time on tour and what are uh his main priorities and what things get put on the back burner for when he's got some downtime what's your day like what's a day in the life for you on tour um how I, big are the venues you guys have been playing like outside man, of festivals? We, we actually just started we actually just um played our first headline arena in uh new zealand that's crazy so, and it was sold out so that that was uh that was that's where it's going now yeah that's sick yeah it was kind of like a it was like a i was i forgot what how i said it but i was like damn this is like a look into the future this is how shit's gonna be from now on that's dope but yeah my day-to-day -day on a show day i wake up i um wipe my balls off <laughs> I brush, life. I brush my teeth. I usually make a, a fucking cup of coffee in the hotel room, which sucks because uh, it's like powdered coffee. I kind of like that shit. <laughs> well, like, dude, for me, um, like, I think I heard you say something about this, but when I come back home, like, something, it's like a ritual for me to just make my own cup of coffee. Yes. And it's just like my, like, that's how I start my day. Right. And it feels so good. Yeah. So when I'm on tour, I don't really get that. Right. But yeah, I just pack up all my shit, get all my gear ready. Um, go to the lobby call i'm usually with the lobby call with the band not with the crew right um and uh we get to the venue first thing i do is put all my batteries to charge make sure my memory guards are all cleared and formatted and set up all my gear in my in my area and then i i link i like write sit down and i i like write down what i want to shoot for that day oh shit um like what are some specific spots yeah and then i go and i i do like a run around of the arena or wherever we are of the venue pick out my my points or whatever then um i go to sound check and i watch and perform and i pick out certain spots of where i'm gonna be yeah during certain songs go back probably have food and then i meet up with my tour manager we go over the set list he tells me like where um there's gonna be like cryo or something like that yeah, yeah. um so I plan it out even further. And then uh, from that point, it's usually like, you know, it's cutting down to the wire. Right. Um, I go and I meet up with Anderson. I shoot his outfits. Uh, we discuss like what outfit Matt he wear and stuff like that. Um, he consults with you about that shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice, yeah, yeah. Like, he's like, yo, what do you think about this? He's like, you used to work at the hundreds though. Like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, I help him out. Like, oh, okay. Like, you know, this venue looks cool like this. I yeah. think this outfit. Then we go and we take some outfit pics like in the area. And then, um, yeah, from that point on, it's just kind of like just just getting ready for the show. Right. I shoot the show. Immediately after I shoot the show, I run, I, I take a shot with the crew. Mm -hmm. And then I go to, the, uh, to my, my area. I offload all my, all my content, and I just start editing photos right away. Right. Like, like maybe within 30 minutes of the show. Damn. And then I have them done within like 30, 45 minutes. And then I... I airdrop him to my phone and I airdrop him to Anderson and let him do his thing. Yep. Yeah. It's a good process. Yeah, damn, I had it like... <laughs> crazy right i just was like blah, 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 blah. yeah that, but that's that how it is science yeah but it's like so similar to our days too like it was pretty much the same thing yeah. and we'd sometimes sit there and try to like draft out 
what the set was going to be yeah. or like, you know what I mean? We'd try to figure out. Sometimes I fuck myself though. Like there'd be days where we were doing so much shit and then by the time it gets to the show, like I had all the intentions in the world of like going and looking at the venue first. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And then you get out there and you're like, yeah. fuck, how do I get up? Exactly. Yeah. There, there's days like that and there's days where I'm like, oh, I'm going to go talk to a fan. Yeah. And I don't, I don't get to do it. Yeah. Like well, one of his fans, like right. interview him. Yeah. Yeah. You miss but, it. I miss it, but shit yeah at this point are you starting to f- have like anderson fans like to attack you yeah it's weird right <laughs> it's weird yeah it's it's yeah it's kind of weird yeah that has been happening it's fucking <laughs> I strange i had some kid run up to me like israel and i'm just like whoa that's crazy yeah but it's cool me and dave always talked about that on our tour like because <laughs> it's so weird admitting that like, it is weird like no because it's true though like they really respect the shit you do yeah yeah, it's yeah, fucking, yeah, yeah. It, it makes sense like i get it it makes sense but we don't feel like it's necessary oh yeah but it still happens so yeah. you're just like eh. but when me and dave were talking about we're always like talking about the idea of like having a social presence on your shit. Like if Instagram's where you output all your content. Yeah. 100%. Like on my feed, it's just like, all right, here's a bunch of videos, a bunch of photos and shit. Same with Dave. He's sharing all the same stuff that we're sh- shooting. And then, but like my, I would add on my stories, I'm just being like, ah! just yeah. screaming and shit, yeah. trying to be funny uh-huh. and create little things. But doing that, when I go to the next show, there's like 10 people that are like, yo, man, exactly. break wrist, break wrist, turn yeah. all that shit. And then where Dave wasn't being active like that, so it would be like the exact opposite where he might slide in and I'd be like, yo, you know who Dave is? Blah, blah, blah. Oh shit, this is Dave. We didn't yeah. know. So it's like, do you ever think about that now as you try to build? Is it? I, I, I do, yeah. Having a social presence, does that matter to you? I, I 100%, I think it does. Yeah. As far as like not having a social presence of like people not watching your content, I mean like above just people seeing your work, like knowing you, does that work into your master five plan, the five year plan? Like, yeah, for sure. Because at the end of the day, like I want to, I want to build my own name as well. Right. You know, like I, 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 you know, I want my own name to like, yeah, have like a, like I want someone to be able to think of my face, I guess. Yeah. But when I'm on stage, like I wear like a little ninja mask Do and you? I run around. Yeah. That's tight. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> that was like me and Anderson's idea. Just to be yeah, like he, minimal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's super minimal. But it's, and I also don't like I don't know I don't like showing my face too much on like my my like feed. Yeah, that's to what I was gonna say. Like that. I did not know what the fuck you looked like. Yeah, yeah. You know like you, you, if you scroll, you'll be able to see like a couple. But that's just not. My, I'm not taking over here taking selfies and shit. Right. But yeah. I do the same thing on the story. I fool around. Right. Skateboarding all the venues and shit. Yeah, yeah. That's just tight. Yeah. Damn. All right. This was a good one, bro. Sick. I appreciate you coming through. Yeah, man. Likewise. Um. I actually drank. Like coffee. Do you usually sugar and cream that shit up? Nah, it just be just one cream. Okay. But this is this is fire. It, thanks. Is this Folgers? Uh, no, <laughs> no, it was yeah, kidding. it was Folgers, bro. It was actually a hotel coffee. Dog, I just brewed it up real quick in the morning. God damn it! Just warmed it up in the oh, microwave. Yeah. I don't. It's Sick. like a Hawaiian coffee. Oh, I don't nice. remember what brand it is or whatever. Kona. Yeah, it was Kona. Sick. Is that the is that the only type of Hawaiian coffee? <laughs> I, don't I, don't, I don't fucking know. Yeah. Um, if fans anyone who's listening to this shit uh, got this far into the podcast I tell them I don't know if you ever see this I tell them that they need to go to your last most whatever your current Instagram your last post is oh, oh to damn, tag me fire, but no right. no I mean by tomorrow like if someone hears this tomorrow maybe oh, okay, new, okay, you know okay, sick, so sick. forever this will oh, just okay, you'll cool. just always see this happen so I tell them to tag me at yeah. Ben Rovers World yeah, yeah, yeah. on your shit yeah, hell and yeah. then use whatever hashtag you choose so that we both know that they listen that to the listening? shit the that's, full that's the whole thing I, yeah I definitely want to see the, the feedback um, Dude, it's fun it's so fun because you'll get it like five months from now someone will say whatever you're about to say right now five months from now sick oh fuck god damn it <laughs> hashtag 
Oh, God. <laughs> You're about to pull out your phone? He's like, I got a list of notes full of my hashtags. Hashtag fucking... I don't even know, man. Help me out here. All right. Um, I don't like to do this because I know exactly what I would pick for you. What's the name of that sandwich that you made? Oh, hashtag Bronx Tale. Bronx no, people Tale. People won't know how to spell that, though. How would you spell it? B-R-O-N-K-X. Yeah. Yeah. No, Tail. no, no. Fuck that. <laughs> Just put uh, hashtag... <laughs> By this point, this like you trash, almost had them, bro. but then they actually shut off the podcast right now because like, well, this guy's going to take 10 minutes to figure out fucking hashtag, hashtag glass of water, glass of water. Cause you always need a glass of water when you're drinking your coffee. That's true. Yeah. That's nice. All right. Hashtag glass of water. Um, if people want to find your work, what Israel shoots on yeah, Instagram, just Insta- Instagram, that's you, no yeah. website or anything. Not right now. Yeah. Yeah. All right, cool. Well, fuck how you want to end it. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Peace. All right. Ba-ba-ba-ba-ba. That's it for episode 54 with Israel Shoots. Thank you for tuning in and listening. Make sure to follow Israel on Instagram at Israel Shoots so you can keep up with whatever the fuck he's doing. Um, you can also find his social links in the show notes, which is uh, bwnc.com slash podcast. If you watch the podcast on YouTube, drop a review in the comments. If you listen on iTunes, leave us a review so people know that we're tight. Um, and if you're interested in joining the private group for creators, bwnc.com slash join merch store coming soon and i want to give a big shout out to all the homies who are supporting us on patreon the homies who have pledged our top tier levels which are titled oh you rich at 50 dollars and uh oh you rich rich at 100 dollars a month you guys are the motherfucking goats thank you for supporting this without we couldn't just without you we couldn't do this shit so shout out to our oh you rich producers of the show aisha and reed and shout out to our oh you rich rich executive producers craig and christopher y'all are lit All right, that's it. New episode every single Wednesday and Sunday. See you next week, you bitch!